morning. I'm Lisa Learn, and I'm back on the show under the covers, which looks at some of the hottest issues of the week and how they are reported on Chinese media. Now, joining me this week is Jenny Lam, and I think、uh, she shouldn't be too unfamiliar to many of you. She has been the former anchor of TVB and now working at Hong Kong Baptist University.、Uh, welcome to the show, Jenny. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Now、uh, we will start with the、um, deadly blast in Tianjin,、uh, which happened in the early hours of Thursday, and、uh, many of the Chinese papers, of course, jumped into you know reporting on this news as the headlines. And、uh, while the case is still under investigation,、um, a lot of the papers have sent their own correspondents to report on the news, and we just see on social media, on 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 papers, you know how graphic it is.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, Jenny, do you find any sort of Difference in the angle that the papers are taking, or、um, you know, it's just about all you know graphics and images.、Uh, well, I mean, having worked in television, I, I, I noticed that most of the uh, uh, TV stations, TVB, iCable, and on the websites of、uh, Apple Daily, everybody has pretty much the same footage of those.、Uh, Fumes and the flames and the mushroom、yeah. clouds. So all those actually came、mm. from social media.、Mm. Um, This is great, right, for for um, um, electronic media and especially you know TV because it's so there's so much image, right? And you know, like there's a lot of mushroom clouds and big fire and、uh, yeah, and、uh, yes and no.、Um, Doing disasters for television,、mm. especially、uh, you know on the mainland, is、mm. always difficult. It's physically difficult on the mainland. Access is difficult.、Yeah. Um, so I noticed that they have charred bodies. I, I, I don't know if you remember seeing the footage of these cars. I think they belong、yeah. to. I can't remember what they belong to. It wasn't a car factory, but、mm. it was a. a I think they were cargo.、Um, so yes, unbelievable pictures. But getting the actual information has has not been that easy.、Um, mm. Talking about the papers, Apple Daily uh, c- uh, came up with something quite interesting. They、mm. sent a reporter、uh, to Tianjin, and I, the official figures right now is fifty、uh, deaths and I think about seven hundred injured. Now,、mm. Apple Daily's reporter claim that. The injuries is actually four times as many. Their reporter、mm. apparently talked to,、um, they quote、uh, some senior police officer there, and they said of the、uh, I can't remember how many two hundred firefighters, one hundred and twenty firefighters,、mm. only four actually came out.、Right. Now the official state media said seventeen firefighters、mm. uh, were uh, uh, were hurt. Yeah. So you know, it's it's a verification that's always very difficult. Yeah.、It? But、uh, with cases like these, of course, you know the state media is trying to, you know,、uh, dumb down and tone down on the news because they don't want, you know,、uh, too much coverage on the ghastly scenes and, and of course, revealing, you know, some of the problems, you know, with state systems. So we heard that, you know,、um, uh, some of the reporters,、uh, like especially uh, CNN, uh, have been stopped while they were trying to report, and then USB being stolen. So do you see?、Um, um, this is going back to, you know, this. Kind of your state, me,、uh, state clamping down on、uh, you know reportage. Now, first point about CNN is that CNN actually、uh, made a mistake. The、mm. the presenter, it was a live shot they were doing. The reporter was、uh, talking about the number of injuries, and then he was interrupted in a live shot. The anchor then said that、uh, authorities tried to. Stop him! But actually, it was the angry families that tried, who tried to stop the reporter, and the reporter confirmed 
that uh-huh. was the case later. So it it wasn't he wasn't interrupted by the state media. Now, uh, as as far as I can see, over the years. In this particular case, I felt that the authorities in China has actually That's handled it in, handled it incredibly well. They came out within 24 hours with the environment people, the party secretary, the local party secretary, the firefighters, explaining um, what happened. Mm-hmm. Right in the past, I have I remember covering oh well earthquakes. Okay. Um, and and I remember covering a fire in in Guangdong Province many years ago. Mm-hmm. There was nobody spoke to you. Nobody mm-hmm. spoke to you. Mm-hmm. And of course, that leads to some very unhealthy journalism. You are speculating. You're talking right. to locals. You know, don't, you don't know whether they're credible. Mm-hmm. So this time round, I thought that they they have handled it well. So of you course. think they're quite open this time. And I think this probably is due to the impact of social media because, yeah. you know, the state knows that, you know, at this age, you know, you can't really cover things, you know, and you can actually create a lot more backlash if you do that. Because you, they, they uh, on the other hand, they won't have to, you know, do damage control, especially politically, right? Yes, I mean, the, the role of social media, obviously, it's... Uh huge uh, today in journalism interestingly i was i, I was reading the guardian um the, the website you know the mm. guardian newspaper in, in in britain and i it really struck me that distance really doesn't matter so much now the fact that what well, they had a correspondent in, in tianjin but they managed to get a lot of information from social media from mm. social media in china and and then react to it. So, for example, they they quoted Beijing News saying that uh, it, that there was a, a lot of um, uh, toxic fumes coming from from this place. Uh, that that and then they went into talking about how rapid exposure would would be fatal. Um, they had satellite images of the before and after mm. the blast. So, okay. social media definitely plays a role and distance. Mm doesn't matter anymore. We're also globalized yeah, now. Yeah, well, thanks, <laughs> thanks to the, um, you know, checks and balances um, maybe offered by social media. But I think, you know, the state is definitely going to, you know, be more proactive in that sense, right? You know, you can't really control what is being covered on the ground, but they definitely, you know, will try to do a little bit of a propaganda like you, you see on CCTV, you know, how these uh, officials are going to you know, supervise, you know, the rescue operations. And then you can see pro-Beijing papers in Hong Kong too, trying to focus on the fact that, um, you know, uh, what they're doing, you know, proactively, uh, what are the measures taken and, uh, and actually thanking, you know, the locals for donate, donating blood and, uh, you know, um, trying to stay on the positive side of things. Yeah. Now, uh, I actually noticed that the three local newspapers, the Ming Pao, um, the, uh, Orient, uh, Oriental Daily, and I can't remember what the, which is the one. All three had editorials today to the same effect that the state media cannot hide the truth in this. It will be more damaging. It's now time that, that I think it was, I can't remember which one, I think it was Oriental Daily, that it's high time that, that the authorities address the, the safety issues of these warehouses. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of pressure to... to 
for the authorities to to be act. more open yeah, and transparent to, to about, especially on you know news reportage, because I think that really is about public interest of people, not just to people of China, but you know people around the world. Still on China, one of the news that shook you know the region, as probably you know to the world too, this week was the devaluation of renminbi when China's central bank devalued the yuan, uh, setting the daily midpoint for the currency's value. Two percent weaker. Now, this is going to be, you know, sending a lot of, you know, shock waves, you know, to, um, you know, of course, financial markets around the world. Um, and uh, you can see that, you know, many of the papers are are trying, you know, different lines to it. You know, uh, of course, pro Beijing papers will be saying that, oh, this is definitely a wise move, you know, to try to salvage and save and boost, you know, China's、uh, worsening economy. While、uh, many of the papers jump into really try to.、Uh, Uh, you know,、uh, see the、uh, the implications and, of course, adverse effects um, um, locally, especially in Hong Kong. Right? You know, some、mm-hmm. of the newspapers are, are warning against you know what the impact it will be on、uh, Hong Kong's tourism industry. Yeah,、uh, on the Hong Kong tourism industry, I, I saw、uh, TVB went to Vox Pop a, a bunch of people yesterday.、Um, Some local people. They ask them whether they are going to.、Uh, as as we all know, people have been buying Roman B in the past couple of years. So so now the question is, are you going to dump your Roman B? And 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 some、yeah. people say, well, you know, it's, it's currency speculation. It goes down. It will go up again. So so no, they're not dumping their currency. But、um, the. Parallel traders seem to be、uh, dumping their their renminbi. Obviously,、mm-hmm. you know their their profit margins are probably pretty small.、Mm-hmm. Um, on on that,、uh, the Mingpao Mingpao has been talking about how、um, it it really impacts on whether the the renminbi. Is going to become a reserve currency, a, a, a、mm. impact on his、uh, special draw rights,、mm. right?、Um, now, many of the local newspapers quoted Reuters,、um, who, who, who quoted the Ministry of Commerce, as saying that they are really looking at a ten percent devaluation of the renminbi in、so、order to stimulate、down. export. Okay. In order to、mm. stimulate export,、mm. uh, eventually, obviously, we're not at ten percent yet. So you know, it's and there's a lot of speculation on whether the the two rounds that we've seen so far is that is that it, or are we going to go further? So, and of course, there there in political implications in all this as well, given that Xi Jinping is going to Washington、right. next month.、Mm. So you know the, the Americans. They're probably going to talk about this.、Uh, oh, definitely. Is there going to be further devaluation?、Um, I see、um, on a Hong Kong Economic Journal they do quite a good analysis. Of course, you know, throwing doubts first、uh, that this will be just a one-off thing. So you know, sort of warning of further devaluation. On the other hand, of course, it would might it spark off、uh, a kind of you know exchange、uh, a currency war you know among different currencies. And you're thinking that you know there's not much of a you know thing to invest in these days, and you know people are going to jump into RMB. And so some of the papers are saying that you know this kind of violent. What they call a violent move, you know, by the state would actually send off backlash because it might not salvage Hong Kong's economy, and it might, you know, just、uh, even further dampen, you know, um, 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 China's economy as a lot of the money would be flowing out of China instead of into China. There, there has been a huge capital outflow、uh, out of China. It, You know, in 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 2014, I can't remember the exact figure now, but the capital outflow has has been huge. Now, you you were talking about the a currency war.、Um, it it has been going on 
and with 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 Japan and and the eurozone and and some of the emerging Asian markets. So so many of the Asian currency, the the Malaysian ringgit, the you know in, in Indonesia in in the Philippines, all the currency since its devaluation has gone down slightly. So mm. yeah a, yeah a currency war, but but you may well say well yes this is this is what. Currency trading is, is, about, is about is about right. right? Mm. Yeah. It's just you know happens you know that uh, on a, on a currency that you know a lot of people tend to be you know uh, throwing a lot of trust and and uh, you know faith in it. And uh, yeah. well, I've got some RMB savings, so I'm kind of worried about how my savings would go. But meanwhile, uh, many of the uh, papers like you know, Singtao Daily was trying to say that uh, well, it's uh, it might help uh, Hong Kong's inflation in the sense that you know they it might alleviate some of the uh, price hikes of food and daily living products. But then uh, some other papers who probably tend to try to you know politicize it even more, like saying that hey, you know, uh, this is going to affect Hong Kong's tourism industry. Now, all those anti-trading you know, uh, trading protesters and anti-Chinese, mainland Chinese tourist protesters, you better, you know, shut up and, you know, try salvage Hong Kong's, you know, worsening tourism industry. Yeah. Well, the one-way power has been saying that the, uh, the, the devaluation of the yuan could boost mainland China's, um, obviously, its export competitiveness. In, in Hong Kong, uh, yes, uh, obviously, we buy a, a lot of our food from, from the mainland. But I, I watched uh, iCable yesterday, and, and, and they asked, um, you know, is, 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 the, is, is our food product from China going to go down? It's, the, the answer is, it's a little bit too early to, to say mm. that. Mm. So we're we're talking, you know, less than less than five percent. It's it's a little it's a little too early to to jump to the those conclusions whether it will hurt Hong Kong. I suppose you know it's, it's nobody knows exactly you know what's going to happen and there's all sorts of rumors going on and, and of course in Hong Kong you know the the you know food prices is never just you know a standalone thing because you know we eat out a lot you know uh, food prices is going to be on par with you know um, the uh, the rents of the restaurants and the you know the the, the the service industry so you know the consuming end you know we never know you know how that's going to impact you know, on the food prices and eventually, of course, you know, the restaurant, you know, menu prices. Yeah. And, 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 uh, on, in, on a, looking at the bigger picture, I think that there's this, the value of the renminbi, it's going to be, as we said, uh, a major topic between the presidents of China and the U.S. next week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of reports, um, about, you know, how, how does the, uh, IMF, uh, are they going to see this? The IMF actually had a statement saying that they they welcome it because they believe that it allowed more market forces to to uh, move to, to determine the the actual rate of the renminbi, and therefore it's more likely that the renminbi plays a bigger role by becoming a reserve currency. Mm. So that's that's a positive thing. Okay. Um, it, Maybe not immediately economically for China, but as an international power, definitely that is a positive thing. Mm. Well, of course, yes, uh, we'll just have to see, you know, how, you know, um, um, the state actually puts, you know, makes his uh, invisible hat even more visible, you know. Um, and I think that is going to, you know, spark off a lot of speculation that, you know, China is going to be even more, you know, manipulative in terms of, you know, the currency market. Now, still talking about, you know, state 
control in a sense. In Hong Kong, we um, you know saw how the police had a you know a high profile crackdown of this um, you know sort of getting quite successful globally car hailing service Uber. And it sparks a lot of controversy because, you know, of the way uh, the police, you know, and the government is handling this. While in many, uh, in some of the countries, for example, in the U.S., you know, um, Uber has actually um, uh, reached an agreement with the states, you know, to make it more a legal operation. Um, Jenny, do you see, you know, any sort of uh, different angles taken up by the Hong Kong press? Now, uh, I I looked at the Ming Pao. Now they they went to Uber's office and uh, nobody was there. Okay, mm. uh, the, the, but but the uh, uh, economic journal, the EJ Insight, has been talking a lot of, about Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, several things. They they said that really it reflects it, the popularity of Uber. Really reflects. Poor Hong Kong taxi services. And since 1997, the government has capped the number of taxis on our roads to 18,000. Mm. The demand uh, doesn't is not met. Um, you know, the demand for taxis not met by supply. The EJ also quoted the Wanwei Pao saying the police themselves aren't sure whether they can bring this case to prosecution because all of Uber's fares, all of its transactions, are credit cards. So Uber can just turn around and say, hey, these were just platform fees. They, mm. We weren't running a taxi service. Mm. So this is the one-way power saying that. Now, um, the EJ also has been talking about questioning whether there are political motives behind what the police is doing. So having said that the police don't even know whether the prosecution is, is mm. possible, they shouldn't just label it as illegal, Right. Right. Mm. Um, now, the, the political uh, side of it is that there are certain uh, politicians um, and the EJ named uh, one member of the NPC who has a stake in the taxi companies, ah. the taxi licensing, mm. which we all know costs millions of dollars. In fact, um, seven million. Yeah, seven, seven million dollars. So so. You know, it's why, definitely a lucrative business. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so why is um, Uber being uh, sort of found guilty uh, before before we've really had a taken a look at this? I noticed that actually on RTHK yesterday morning, uh, one of the presenters here talked to, I believe, a transport official, basically posing the question. So, you know, this this um, uh, sharing economy. You know, mm. like Uber is, like like GoGo Van is, mm. it isn't going to go away. Right. So, how are you going to regulate it so that it's so that we have the service? Um, and the transport official really, to 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 me, didn't answer the question. I mean, this you know, um, commercial transport in Hong Kong is always you know a controversial issue, right? You know, given the taxi taxi you know licensing system or the minibus licensing system, and I find you know it's quite interesting because you know um, while many of the Hong Kong papers are critics critical. Um, you know, of, of government policy, they're criticizing it for a different reason. And many, of course, you know, are jumping on the consumer's angle, like saying, you know, this is definitely, you know, uh, revealing uh, some of the problems, you know, with the, with the taxi a taxi industry. Um, and uh, definitely, you know, this is, uh, some of them, you know, uh, referred to Uber as like the Ricky Wong of the taxi business. They're definitely, you know, trying to, you know, tread some of the, you know, uh, um, legal loopholes uh, to try to make their own business. Now, um, 
as as I said earlier, Uber Ming Pao tried to visit Uber. Nobody was there. In fact, in fact, I don't see any uh, official response from Uber in any of the newspapers. But if you have used Uber, you realise that they have started an online campaign telling yeah. you know please support us. You know, this is this is uh, so so you know we have to sort of think: Is Hong Kong part of a global trend? Or not? Are we just and and then there was which which paper was it? I think it was uh, was it the EJ again? Suggest uh, quoting somebody suggesting that perhaps um, Hong Kong the Hong Kong taxi industry can come up with its own platform. Now that is not very reassuring for a foreign company Uber having started in in, in the United States to come and invest here. So I invest in you, and now you're going to copy my business models. Mm-hmm. So you know that's yeah. not very reassuring. Well, this is definitely going to be a very mm. controversial issue because, of course, as a government, you have to think about how many licenses uh, you know um, uh, could you issue, you know, um, to offset you know the kind of growing traffic problems, right? You know, the more licenses you issue, then you know, of course, the more taxes will be on the road, and then now you have got these you know sort of hard car hailing service. You know, when it's going to end, right? But um, I think um, it's uh, still, of course, you know, um, according to a kind of you know uh, market competition kind of rule of course you know competition is always you know going to be good for consumers because now you know it really forces the taxis to rethink and they are trying to um you know uh, say well look you know we're going to improve our service um and uh, uh we're going to improve our services uh, and we're going to have some luxury taxis you know to try to you know um uh, cater for you know some more demanding uh, facilities but of course the crux of the issue here is about insurances Right. Okay. So Uber, you know, the the reason for the police, you know, to 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 you know for the arrest is the lack of you know uh, third party uh, insurance, you know, for these Uber um, uh, cars. Well, now Uber itself has said that they they do cover the insurance. Um, actually, I was reading the New Yorker uh, not so long ago about a very similar problem in in the United States in California, and a court in California has actually ruled. Uh, that Uber has to cover certain expenses of its drivers, so in in that sense, uh, the company is is held accountable. Um, uh, back to Hong Kong about the news coverage. Uh, another very significant thing that that the local papers, uh, primarily the SEMP, um, pointed out that uh, Invest Hong Kong. Which which talk yeah. about the success of Uber yeah. has removed any reference from its pages. <laughs> right. Okay, so this is actually quite you know quite a you know smack you know or slap in the face of the government, right? Because you know earlier on, Invest Hong Kong has hailed you know Uber as a you know a successful business model and implying that you know hey you know let's follow that. And now they've caught, uh, of course because of this controversy, they have removed everything they've said of Uber. You know this is definitely a slap on the Hong Kong government's face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, 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 is the Hong Kong government going to to cut off its nose to spike its face? You know, this is exactly the point that Sing Pao has been raising, and they they are asking the government to study the development of online car hire services and you know how to regulate it rather than just say you can't have it. Mm.
Yeah, and of course, this is also about you know how how would you respond? Do you、uh, follow on many of the、um, countries' example because you know Uber has been you know um, um, under close you know investigation by governments in many countries,、um, and、uh, whether or not you should you know leave it to you know market competition and follow on to or respond to you know many of the netizens' uh, uh, protests、um, to save the service. Yeah, Uber's Uber's problem. Problems is by far not unique in Hong Kong. I mean,、no. do, do you remember just、uh, in the summer, the taxi drivers in in Paris were beating up the Uber drivers because of、yeah. the competition, right? Yeah, exactly. So we'll just have to wait and see, you know, how the government is going to respond to this、uh, predicament. Now,、um, still on government's surprise acts last weekend was about the.、Um, Premature felling of you know some of the big trees around Bonham Road, sparking off a lot of you know angry protests from local residents, from tree saving groups in Hong Kong, and I think you know many of the Chinese papers are quite you know um uh, uh um coral in the sense that you know they all, all point the fingers at the government at this you know very、uh, violent almost you know move against trees in the、uh, at the、uh, time when you know、um, the Voice of tree preservation is going really strong.、Hmm. Well, the voice of tree preservation mainly in Hong Kong. Have you always?、Uh, have you noticed that always?、Um, this professor Chim Chi Yong, who is obviously with <laughs> he's the, like the only he, he's, the he's, only expert about trees yeah, in Hong Kong. The, yeah, the, the and he, I, I, I saw him on on television, and he was also quoted in the Apple Daily.、Um, he was saying, you know, the the landlords, this this tree that causes problem in, in Bonham Road, by the way, is. Is on private property, but the landlords have the obligations to make sure this tree, these trees are safe.、Mm. And then I saw、um, on TVB they vox pop people who who live in that area of Bonham Road, and they were saying, "Well, we really, we really have nowhere to go. We need to wait for a bus or a taxi. This is the only place to stand is under the tree."、Mm. Right. So the 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 conservation people are saying, "Yeah, you don't just go and chop it down."、Um, the The one thing that I I thought that the papers haven't really talked about is why are people so concerned about this tree? Is I I really believe that it is all about this collective memory of Hong Kong, isn't it? Oh, the, the few the、mm. collective memories that we have. Right. That these these five hundred year old trees are just suddenly being taken away.、Mm. Um, Do you think that it's uh it's uh all also about this、uh, of course recent news that you know some of the trees just fell and then you know、uh, well. Killed somebody <laughs> and killed somebody, and、uh, you see that you know this this、uh, latest move、uh, by the government is is actually basically a response to that one in、yeah. which you know they were criticised again you know for letting the trees fall like that and and killing people right、yeah. so you see you know governments the government is always you know sort of acting in hindsight you know、uh, and well they're going to be criticised you know sort of left right centre in any case right. Yeah, they would obviously they would be criticised that they'd done nothing after after the the, the pregnant woman was killed.、Mm. Um, but、uh, the the Hong Kong Institute of of Landscape Artists, quoted by the Ming Pao,、um, apparently said that you know we have about five hundred of these trees that are pleached onto walls.、Mm-hmm. So are we going to the the Ming Pao was questioning? So are we going to? Look at each one of them, just just the same way we inspect our slopes、uh, in the approach to the typhoon season to make sure that they're not going to fall on people.、Uh, right. That's a that's a positive move. I mean, don't don't chop them down. Just make sure they're safe.
But yeah, exactly. But at least you know they should have more you know um, examination onto the you know state of health of the trees itself. You know before you know have such a drastic move because you know I think people what people are angry about is of course the age of this tree being four centuries old, right? You know how many of you know trees in Hong Kong have got, live up to that kind of age? You know, and if you know this kind of you know our policy is going to go on, then we're not going to see too many of those. Yeah, and and a lot of the complaints about um, the way that the government is handling this uh, on RTHK, for example, I heard uh, Tanya Chan, the former legislator, and now I think she's representing some kind of concern group. Most of the complaint is about the poor coordination of, of government. Yeah, exactly. The left hand doesn't yeah. know what the right hand is doing, but that's the same in in every story. So why don't we just talk about? what these trees actually mean to us and how, you know, the, the bleach, bleaching a tree to what well, I, I used to live very near a mm. beautiful 200-year-old pleached pear tree, right? Mm. So there are certain ways of doing this uh, positively instead of just saying, okay, we, we've heard it, government not coordinating, let's have something positive. Mm. Right. And of course, you know, this is also going to be um, something whether we have looked about, um, uh, especially when trees are becoming, you know, more and more of an, of an issue, which provides shades, which, which um, you know, um, ensures that we have got a green environment amidst all these, you know, unhealthy fumes coming off cars and, you know, other sorts of pollution. So, you know, of course, we have to keep um, on guard, you know, of many of our trees. So on this note, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you, Jenny Lam, uh, former anchor of TVP and now senior lecturer of Hong Kong Baptist University. See you next week. Thank you very much.